Hey, I'm Drea, and this is Unpopular Passion. What's up, guys, and Happy New Year. Well, here we are at the start of 2021. 2020 was a hard year for all of us. And for some reason, people think that just because it's over, all of the bad things will disappear along with it. But they won't. Nothing changes if you don't make the effort to change things. So let's stop using the new year as an excuse to put things off. Let's stop making these vague bullshit resolutions and start making actual goals that will take our lives in the directions that we want them to go. Let's not only do, but appreciate the small steps that it takes to achieve those goals. So start that project on a Wednesday or at 1am because waiting to start Monday sure as hell isn't going to make any difference. There's never going to be a perfect time to do something. So do it now. Today's conversation definitely follows that. My guest is someone who embodies a life of passion, and he never puts off doing the things that will make him happy. How many people do you know that will quit their job and then end up spontaneously traveling around the world? He's lucky enough to not only have a career that involves some of his passions, but he also knows that no matter what road his life goes down, it will have to revolve around his biggest passion. Towards the end of the conversation, you'll hear us mention two amazing motivational speakers that we actually had the pleasure of listening to at, at an event we attended. Ben Nempton and Houston Craft. I wanted to mention this because these two are incredibly inspiring with great messages to share. So I'll be putting their info in the description just so everyone can go check them out. You'll also be finding my next guest's YouTube channel and Instagram so you can check out his amazing photography and videography skills. So here is Benny Mitiv. Cool. Well, welcome to the pod. Thank you for doing this with me. Oh, thank you for the invite. So the first thing that I kind of want to talk about is how we met. Well, I feel like that's an interesting story. That is, yeah, that is a, so we met through uh, Yes Fam. It's yes. a Facebook group. Yeah. So Ven and I both watch these group of guys on YouTube called Yes Theory. Yep. which they have a Facebook group, and that was kind of the start of how we met. It yeah. seems like a long time ago now, but I feel like it actually wasn't that long ago. Well, a little, well, yeah, oh, over a year, oh, like a year yeah. and a few months, since, since we met, mm-hmm. since we met, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so you put, you and Vince, I think, right, planned a hiking trip? Uh, what happened was um, I just came back from a uh, three-month uh, around-the-world trip just I had my savings. I'm like, I'm just gonna travel the world. I quit my job, and for three months, I just straight traveled, mm-hmm. twelve countries. Uh, yeah, and I just came back, and uh, I hit a fence because we were, we were already friends with each other. And mm-hmm. I told him, Hey, let's uh, let's do something. I, I just came back. I'm bored. Um, mm-hmm. So we went cliff jumping. 
And uh, by the oh, way, yeah, not, I remember that. I'm not a big fan of that, but yeah, <laughs> uh, just throw that out there. But you did and it. I did it, yeah. <laughs> I jumped like what, three times? Um, so while we were driving to Nelson's, uh, I picked him up and then we drove to, uh, to Nelson's Landing, where the good jumping spot. And I was talking to him how about a hike that uh, I was supposed to do like a month before I left for the for the trip, but yeah. we couldn't. But we couldn't do it because there was uh, like flash floods, and that hike is in water. And you're hiking for what five hours, I think, in water. I don't even remember. It was such a yeah. long hike. It, it was a long hike, and mm-hmm. my feet were freezing after. Yeah. Um, and yeah, um, for that hike, you have to reserve your spots um, like a week or two in advance. Mm-hmm. And we're like, hey, let's uh, hit up the chat and see see if someone's down. Yeah. Uh, we we put it in the chat and all of a sudden, uh, you answered. Because I remember when I told you guys, I was like, you know what? Let me like just try something different, try something fun. Like, let me go and join this. Um, but yeah, I remember. I think it was like when I originally joined, it was like two cars full of people, and then it ended up yes, just being yes. you, me, and Vince, and that was yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um. I'm trying to remember, because I think you you booked your ticket like last minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think like I, it might have been a day or two before. Yeah. Like I feel like honestly I was lucky that I even got one. I think so. Yeah, because mm-hmm. uh, honestly I was surprised we were able to, to get one because uh, usually it's like packed. Yeah. You you're not able to get a ticket like um a week or two before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I yeah. remember they have like a really small amount of tickets that they sell. Yeah. Yeah, which is actually good. I think more places should do that because, like, less yeah, it crowded. Actually, it and, made it really nice. Yeah, it was, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. But that and, was yeah. before I had even met you guys. I was like, yeah, like, no, yeah, yeah. I'll drive to Utah. This was sleeping in my house before the uh, before the hike because mm-hmm. it was like super early. And he lives all the way south. Uh, yeah, South Vegas. So he was sleeping in my house. And you came the night before the trip to meet us. Yeah, because, yeah. well, so I was already out and I was at a concert. And yes, even yes, yes. even though, like, I didn't have any kind of, like, weird feelings or anything, mm-hmm. but I was still like, maybe it's a good idea to meet these guys before we just jump yeah. into, like, a three-hour <laughs> car ride into another Definitely, state. definitely, yeah. So, yeah, yeah I and, came over to your house and the three of us, like, had pizza and hung out the night yeah, before. And, yeah, that's when we first met and, like, the friendship was born because like all of us just vibes and stuff so yeah i feel like it was a really easy connection and then the hike was amazing honestly i don't usually yeah. do stuff like that just mm-hmm. because i don't really have that knowledge of like where to go and what to do yeah. so it was really fun i had a really good time yeah same the, the hike was fun beautiful and yeah so one thing i want to start this off with mm-hmm. is if i were to ask you mm-hmm. what is your biggest passion in life what would be the first thing that comes to your mind travel it's it's okay. cliche it's cliche but yeah travel um and inspiring people also like through travel. i like that a lot yeah and you know what i kind of hate how it's become or like people think it's cliche to say travel because mm-hmm. it is such a great thing to do and it's it like is. It, it is opens you up and yes i feel like it's become a joke now and people are like oh don't tell me you like to travel and yeah it is honestly it is yeah yeah, yeah. i hate yeah. it um, yeah, uh, for some reason it has become like that. I'm not sure. Yeah, but, but I don't understand why either. I, I do agree that travel just like makes you more open-minded. 
I, I like the saying that travel is the greatest teacher. Like you're gonna have so many amazing teachers in, in high school and college, whatever, but travel is honestly the best teacher. You learn so much from different cultures, different, um, the people you meet when you're traveling, mm -hmm. especially, for example, I love traveling uh, solo and going to hostels. And yeah. you meet so many people from, from mm -hmm. all over the world, no matter where you go. Yeah. And it's, yeah. You know what's crazy is um, before I stayed in a hostel, I was planning a trip. It was a trip that never happened, but I was planning a trip and I was talking to coworkers about it. And I said something about a hostel and like automatically this one guy who I don't really know like why he thought this, but as soon as he heard me say hostel, he was like, oh, well, don't go stay in a hostel unless you want to get sexually assaulted and unless well, like just so negative about it and like just had nothing but bad things to say. Yeah, and I can tell just from now that I've stayed in a hostel, I can tell from his answer that he's never done it, and he's just projecting yes. that impression on me. Yeah, I've spoken with a lot of female solo travelers from mm -hmm. their experience from hostels. I've never heard any bad experiences. Yeah, I never like for a second felt unsafe or uncomfortable like in any situation being in a hostel. Yeah, honestly, if. If people have never done it, I highly recommend it, and especially if if you travel solo. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's um, that was actually my last big trip before COVID happened. That's what I was about know. to ask you. Like, oh, you yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, since you okay. mentioned hostels, I remember yeah. you had like a really fun birthday because you stayed at a hostel. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That was uh, the the whole situation how it happened was. I mean, first of all, for my birthday, I was supposed to go budget jumping with. A bunch of people in LA, mm -hmm. but the bungee jumping place was closed for my birthday, for my birthday weekend, which okay. was weird. That it was, yeah, it was the only weekend that it was closed for like six months ahead. Yeah, so it was kind of bad timing, but also yeah. led to something better. It, it led, yeah, it definitely did lead something. Uh, when I found out that it was closed, I I was just kind of angry. I'm like, oh come on. And yeah, then um, I remember you were telling me about your trip to Nashville and how mm -hmm. you liked uh, you liked it. And um, before that, I was uh, I've been thinking, hey, I really want to go to Austin because mm -hmm. I've heard so many great stories from Austin. Yeah, me and too. I and I couldn't decide. I'm like, okay, I'm not bungee jumping for my birthday, but let me do something like a, a solo trip uh, yeah. because why not? And um, I put a poll on Instagram. Where should I go for my birthday? Austin oh, yeah, or, I remember. Or Nashville? <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. you, you voted for Nashville. I'm sorry to say that. Nashville no, I mean, I only voted for Nashville because I had loved it so much. Yeah, yeah. But I've been wanting to go to Austin for so long. I hear it's so much fun. It's It was amazing. Um, and yeah, I, I just rented out uh, a sports car. It was my birthday, so I'm like, I'm going to go all out. And honestly, yeah. I'm, I'm glad I did because that's when COVID happened. And, I'm mm -hmm. so glad I, I did like so many things for my birthday. Yeah, like you just yeah. kind of had one last hurrah and you didn't yeah. know it was going to be the last Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'm so glad I did that. And yeah, I, I just went down a sports car, uh, just drove around uh, like rural Texas, went to some amazing, beautiful places. Mm -hmm. uh, lost all the footage from my camera. I was going to... Oh, no. Uh, yeah, like the video was going to be so good. Yeah. And then a few months later, I found out that my footage was gone. Well, I mean, I got the memory, so, yeah. But, so, uh, you stayed at a hostel in Austin. Yeah, I I found, um, I, I went to uh, 
to book a hostel. I'm like, okay, let's see which ones look fun, which ones I like. Mm -hmm. The one I booked seemed like a lot of fun because it had like a lot of murals on, on the outside. The, yeah. uh, the inside looked fun. They had a lot of pictures of people just hanging out. Um, I'm like, okay, let's, it's not really that close to the center of the city, but Austin's not that big. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, I'll book this one. I go there, I get to the hostel, and uh, all of a sudden I, I check in, and the lady that was checking in said, hey, uh, tonight we're actually having uh, a book crawl with a limo. Are, are you going to be down? And I'm like, uh, of course, it's my birthday. So yeah, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's do it. For, for 18 bucks, they organized a book crawl with uh, the limo, and in the bars, they'll give us discounts because they give us like special like light up crowns. Um, oh, that sounds so fun. That every bar we go to, they know that we're from the pub crew because we have those oh. those light up crowns. So they yeah, so they like book it with the hostel, and they as soon yeah. as they see you, they're like, okay, they're part of the group. They yep. get discounted. Yep. So and it was fun. We had like thirty people crammed into one limo. Back then we didn't know, but we we're just uh, just spreading COVID <laughs> between those. Oh my God! People. I know it's so <laughs> weird. Honestly, almost. thinking about doing anything yeah. that we used to yeah. do, actually, like, damn, I was like shoulder to shoulder with these complete mm -hmm. strangers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Did you end up um, like hanging out with the same people the whole time you were there, or do you kind of like just venture out and do whatever? Um. Well, for we did uh, go out for the book crawl, but. Mm -hmm. um, then the next morning, I already had something planned um, yeah. that was something like uh, the hike that we did, where you have to book it in advance. So oh, okay. I, I couldn't really move the, the hours, and I couldn't really move it like later on in the day, or yeah. I, could, I couldn't add more people. Otherwise, I, I would have just invited someone from the um, from the hostel to just join me and just go yeah. there. Mm -hmm. and that was a really that was a really beautiful place. Um, was it that one that was? I don't know how to explain it. It looked like you were in a cave. Yeah, it's it's like a like kind of like a cave like this, and has like a roof that's just the cave. Yeah, that was like, insane. It's like a pool. Yeah, and it was beautiful. It was, it was really beautiful. Uh, and honestly, I do wish I I could have taken someone else. Um, and then I got back to Austin, and I I tried to uh, meet up with uh, some of the people from the hostel. But mm -hmm. everyone pretty much had their own day plan, so we couldn't meet up. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah, usually I do try. Um, usually in, in Amsterdam, I hung out with, with a guy from, from my hostel. We just went out uh, exploring the, the museums, which mm -hmm. I didn't have any plans for that day. I was pretty hungover from the day before. <laughs> yeah. And he woke up at 8 a.m. He was the bed above me, and I couldn't go back to sleep. So we were like, okay, let's, let's go to the museum. Let's You're like, hey, let's do something. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. When you traveled, did you, well, not in general, actually, I think more specifically for your birthday trip, was there a reason you picked a hostel? Like, do you just prefer that? Because I know for me, if it's like my birthday or something, I'm like, oh, I'm going to splurge and get like a nice room or a nice house or, you know, something like that. I mean, the thing is, I already splurged on the sports car. So, so that was, okay, my, that was my, my budget gone. That was my budget gone. I'm like, okay. And it was weird because I had, it was an Alfa Romeo Julia. And it, it was a really beautiful car. And it's the only like luxury car parked in front of the hostel. The, the hostel had the, their own parking lot. Right yeah, in the that's actually, and it yeah, so that's a funny place. picture. <laughs> yeah. It looks so out of place. And people were just mm -hmm. looking at the car like, I don't know who parked there. Uh, no. <laughs> Not me. Yeah, because when you think hostel, you think like budget traveling. Yeah, yeah. Or like backpacking. That's the thing. Um, 
I always prefer hostels because because of the people and the people that you meet. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, whereas if I go to a five-star, all-inclusive uh, luxury hotel, again, with a sports car, mm, I'm not going to meet the same people. I'm not going to have course, the yeah. same experience. So, yeah, I, I just love meeting new people all the time mm-hmm. during my travels. And then that comes with the passion of traveling. Yes. Because I know, same for me, like that's one of the best things about it. Yeah, yeah. Have you met a lot of people like while you're traveling that you still keep in touch with? Or do you kind of meet more people that you like have a relationship with for the time and then you just kind of go your separate ways? Uh, it's more, it's mostly the second one that uh, mm-hmm. we just, we just part ways. But we, yeah. we have those memories. I mean, we follow each other on Instagram, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a, there's a few that um, we meet. We we keep in we keep in touch. We maybe start making plans. Okay, when when can we meet? Where in the world can we meet? Yeah. Um, the next time. So yeah. And I I was planning on doing that um, this summer if it wasn't for COVID. Um, mm-hmm. I was planning on go, going back to Europe and meeting with people that I've met during my travels. That's cool. Because, yeah. yeah, I feel the same. I feel like I definitely meet a lot of people when I travel, and I meet a lot of really cool people. But it's more like we have fun, like we hang out, and then we go our separate ways. But I see nothing wrong with that. Like you said, it's you yeah. have those memories of those people, and, like, yeah. you have those good experiences. Yeah. And it's all just kind of part of it. Exactly. So back to your world trip you were talking about. Yeah. So you um, told me a little bit about it before. Um, I think you said you were helping a friend move. Was that it? So that was uh, initially um, a friend of mine, uh, a really good friend of mine. She uh, asked me if uh, I wanted to help her move to Boston because uh, she's heard me talk like how one of my biggest dreams is to just drive from one end of the U.S. to the other, and she just she just just mentioned it and hey like do you want to do this? Um, and I'm like. Yes, I'm, mm-hmm. I have to say yes. Um, yeah. And yeah, and basically we started planning that trip. Um, we had different routes that we, we can take. Uh, one was through Denver, one was through um, Texas. The Texas one got canceled because too many floods at the time. Mm. The Denver one got canceled because actually that was in May, like middle of May. In Denver, mm-hmm. there was a lot of snow. There was a snowstorm or something. So we couldn't get past. And actually a few days before we left, a friend of ours, uh, he drove through uh, to Pennsylvania through Denver, and he texted. He's like, "Don't go through Denver. We got stuck for like twelve hours. We couldn't move." Oh, I mean, and, that's lucky that you had that advice then. Yeah. So we took the north route, which is we drove straight north, wrong direction. We're supposed to drive <laughs> yeah. uh, east. Um, it's the journey. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the journey exactly. Um, we drove two thousand miles more than we we're supposed to, but it's the journey. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, we drove through uh, Yellowstone, and surprise, surprise, there was a snowstorm. Um, oh, yeah. Through the first pass, the Teton Pass, uh, there was like 10% chance if we would be able to go to go through it, but we, we were able to. It was kind of sketchy because uh, it was it was like a, a small car in the snow, like it was a snowstorm. Um, that was uh-huh. sketchy. Did you guys have like a trailer or anything? No, no, it was just like a oh, small. Okay. It was just like a small car, like uh, like my car or your car. Gotcha. Because when I'm, I'm thinking moving, I'm picturing like you haul yeah. up to the back. 
Oh no, that that car was just packed. Like the uh, the passenger seat was, was so far forward, like it was not. I, I would prefer driving for ten hours than sitting sitting in the passenger seat for two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and then on the way out of uh, Yellowstone, again a snowstorm, and then the next day we were driving through Wyoming, and there was one point where we had to drive behind a snowplow mm-hmm. at like thirty five, so we can make it through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which was again that was in the summer. That's so uh, weird. It's it's weird, yeah. It it was it surprises. It definitely surprises. We we're not expecting global that. warming is a real thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it definitely is. Um, yeah. So while while we were playing the trip, um, I had some problems with my job. Uh, I was basically the backbone of. Uh, I just basically became the backbone of the job. I was a manager and everything, mm-hmm. but they wouldn't. They would never give me a raise and. Before the trip, I just asked for a raise. Hey, like, hey, this is what I've done. Um, can I maybe get a raise? Yeah, you and, brought reasons why. Yeah, I, I brought a lot of reasons why. Mm-hmm. Um, the raise was like a dollar, and yeah. I, and I just said, well, I can't. I'm I quit. Like that. That's mm-hmm. it. I, like I'm out of here. And I told him, hey, I quit. I I cannot do this anymore. Yeah, just like on well, the spot, no two weeks or anything. Well, I should give them a month because again. I care for the company because uh, I saved that company from back from bankruptcy, so yeah. I, I care for it. So I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna like leave on the spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm just just not that kind of person. So I, I yeah. gave him like a month. So like I had to train my boss how to do his job. Um, oh, I hate that. I yeah. like that. I understand 100%. But. Yeah, because he didn't know how to how to run his company basically. Yeah, uh, because I was so much of a backbone for that company that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was pretty much in charge, in charge of everything. I restructured the company and did a yeah. lot of stuff that he didn't know how to do. Even like a month after I left, uh, employees of the company were just calling me out every day, like, "Hey, how do I do this? How did?" And yeah, so crazy. So, but yet they don't want to give you a raise, a good enough raise. It, it's. I'm sorry, but they lost a the valuable asset. It's mm-hmm. their loss. And yeah, yeah uh, I was just tired of that. And um, after that ten-day trip across the U.S. I stayed in Boston for, I think, a week, and I just booked a one-way flight to Sweden, just out of nowhere. So how just did you randomly decide to go to Sweden? Like, what brought that up? So Sweden wasn't actually random. Um, my uncle lives there, and he just had a baby like a month before. Okay, um, so it was more like an opportunity now that you had the freedom. Yeah, exactly. And um, the way I book my flights is um, I and this actually becomes cheaper to do it this way. I book a flight with a long layover in a certain place that otherwise I wouldn't really visit mm-hmm. specifically or a place that I haven't visited. So this flight, I, I just booked it with a layover in uh, Rome, in, in Italy. Oh, wow. For eight hours, I just grabbed the train from the airport, uh, went to the center of the city, saw the Colosseum, um, just, went, just walked around to Rome, uh, had a pizza, of course. I mean, when when in Rome, yeah. <laughs> when, when in Rome, uh, had gelato, everything like all the tourist stuff. You're usually yeah. not that kind of. I, I'm not that kind of a tourist. I promise. But you have you have eight <laughs> yeah. hours though. Like, exactly. of course, what else are you gonna exactly. do? Like, you, exactly. You have to do those like little key things. I didn't rent out a Vespa, which I regret not doing. That is, I feel like yeah. that is kind of one of my like fantasies I have in my head of going yeah. to Italy is like yeah. running through the streets on a Vespa. Yeah. But even the fact, though, that you booked eight hours, like, somewhere mm-hmm. else and just 
to explore it? Well, I mean, obviously you said yeah. for the price too, but then the the price too. But the thing is, but the thing is with like the train ticket, the the pizza pizza is not is not cheap in, <laughs> in Rome, by the way. Uh -huh. um, with everything, it pretty much ended up the same price, but you're getting an experience out of it. Exactly. Yeah, you have that whole other experience added to yeah. your trip that you wouldn't have had. Yeah, and I added a new, a new country just because, um, yeah. because I've, I've never been to Italy, so that's that was an opportunity. So then I, I flew to Sweden uh, from Rome, mm -hmm. and yeah, I landed I landed in uh, in Copenhagen, um, went uh, grabbed the train, went to Michael's place. Uh, spent two weeks there, and I was there for one of the biggest celebrations of the year, which is the longest day of uh, the year in Sweden, which was around mid-June, mm -hmm. and uh, they call it mid-summer, uh, mid mid-summer or something like that. But um, I was there with, I mean, my uncle is a local, um, his girlfriend is a local, so mm -hmm. I basically had the local experience, and that's what I love doing, like having the local experience wherever Me I go. too. Mm -hmm. And... Um, Sweden was beautiful. Uh, not a big fan. I probably would not live in Sweden. Uh, <laughs> was a big fan of it, but it was beautiful. It was. Uh, yeah. I, I loved it. Um, I just one day I just grabbed the train to Denmark to Copenhagen. Uh, spent a day there. Not not cheap. That is <laughs> the most. That is the most expensive place I've ever been in. Oh damn. Um, yeah. It, so good thing I didn't have to get a hotel. I just I just was living in Sweden. So. Yeah. Um. And while while I was there, uh, a family friend of uh, my parents uh, decided to uh, to give me like uh, she had a, she was supposed to drive from the Netherlands to Bulgaria, which is backstory. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm from uh, Bulgaria, which is in yeah. Eastern Europe, mm -hmm. and um, the Netherlands, Western Europe. So basically, drive across the continent. And she invited me. She invited me just wow. She said, hey, I see that uh, you just did a cross-continent drive in the U.S. Do you want to mm -hmm. do one in, in Europe? Which, that, that caught me like, off guard. Yeah, that's so great, though. And I immediately said, yes, yes, I will do that. Uh, thing is, flights from Sweden to the Netherlands were quite expensive. Like, because uh -huh. it had to be like a pretty spontaneous thing. It was like last minute. Yeah. So I just, I just grabbed a, a bus from, um, from, from Denmark to... Uh, to the Netherlands, which was like a 14-hour drive, uh, like oh, a, a bus ride. That was not comfortable. <laughs> I've never even ridden on a bus, like out of state or anywhere, but for yeah. 14 hours. It's Trust me, it's not like a plane. Much worse. Yeah. yeah. I actually would have thought, and I, I don't know if like, like I said, I've never taken like a long charter bus, but for mm. some reason I would have thought it was more comfortable than yeah. a flight. It's it's the the seats are much more crammed and wow yeah, I thought yeah. it would be bigger and uh, legroom there's no legroom like uh, maybe it's half of the plane legroom so oh, wow. imagine oh my god that's like nothing imagine spirit but worse wow I already yeah. like that's already not a lot to work with <laughs> no. yeah, exactly exactly um, so yeah and I spent like more than a week in uh, the Netherlands. Mm -hmm. um, I spent like three nights at a friend's place in uh, Amsterdam, and then since I don't like w when I'm staying at friends' places, it's kind of weird if you want to go out all night and party and then just yeah, come exactly, back, to, yeah. just come back to the house. It's gonna be awkward. So you can't just be like, I, "Hey, I'm gonna be out for a few hours. Leave the door open." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. 
so I spent like three days there um, at their place, and then I decided to again get a hostel for three for three other days. And that's when the when that's when the party started. I pretty much <laughs> yeah. I pretty much slept in the hostel like three hours a day or yeah. something like that. And yeah, I had fun there. Um, and then our uh, the family friend she lives outside of Amsterdam, which is like a small village like. Typical, uh, if you hear the word Netherlands, it's like mm-hmm. the village is exactly how you picture that. Like picturesque, exactly like from a fairy tale. Yeah, because um, that, that is what comes into my head when I yeah, hear Netherlands. Yeah, exactly. And it was like a fairy tale. I'm like, wow, I just I just landed inside a book or something. Mm-hmm. Um, That's amazing. And yeah, uh, they gave me a bicycle to just go around and um, that was fun. And then we just drove across Europe. We crossed like seven countries or something. And then uh, we got to Bulgaria. I uh, got to travel around Bulgaria for a month, seeing family, friends. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the capital city, I stayed with uh, one girl from the Yes Fam that was actually one of the most random ways to meet someone. Um, the story is that uh, we used to go to the same high school back in Bulgaria. Uh-huh. And the first day the Yes Fam group opened, um, in the comment section we just we just found each other, and I, I, I saw her profile. I'm like, hey, are you from this city and this high school? And she's mm-hmm. like, what are the chances? And then I'm, I'm and this was after her. you already left. Oh no, uh, that was that was no, after. No, I mean like after before. you moved away from there. I mean. Oh yeah, that was that was yeah mm-hmm. that was after we moved away from there, and um, it was so random because we had. Uh, like uh, mutual friends and everything, but we never yeah. knew each other. She she knew pretty much everyone from from my class. I didn't know her. I, I've never. Oh, seen her. so you guys weren't even friends in high school? No, no, we we didn't, oh, we wow. didn't know each other. Yeah, but from the same high school, we had so, I think some of the same teachers even too, um, uh-huh. like the same friends, everything. But we, we've That's never so met. We've never yeah. met. And then um, uh, I just had I already had a flight to Bulgaria, and I'm like, hey, I'm going to Bulgaria. Do you want to meet up? And she invited me to her place. They cooked me like dinner, like traditional Bulgarian food. I hadn't been in Bulgaria in like two years and stuff. Yeah. And that just again, the the message of the Yesterday group is strangers are just friends you haven't met yet. Mm-hmm. And honestly, we became really good friends. I've stayed at her place uh, a few other times, and it, like she's always super welcoming. Mm-hmm. I wish some, someday she could come here too, and I can show her around and stuff. Yeah. That's so nice. And it's crazy because, like, I feel like people who have not really had those experiences or, like, traveled by themselves, whenever I tell people that, like, oh, I met this person here and I and then we decided to do this and blah, blah, whatever, people think that I'm crazy. They're, like, do you want to die? Same. Do you want to get kidnapped? <laughs> like, yep. like, same with you and Vince. Or my brother was, like, so you've never even met these guys and you're going to drive to Utah tomorrow? Like, oh my God. it's just, and it's understandable. I understand people's fear of like, especially staying in a stranger's house. Like I get how you could get weirded out by that. But I think when you have like those preconceived notions already, that's when Mm -hmm. things go wrong. Exactly. And when you're just, when you're open-minded and like accepting that somebody is actually just doing this to be nice and out of the kindness of their heart, like it's genuine. Exactly. I fully agree with that. And that's just how, the whole group is um, yeah. pretty much everyone's like that. I mean, last January, I had 13 people sleep in my house on the floors in, of my room, uh, the guest bedroom. <laughs> Damn. And, 
That's a little I'll, bit I'll, of a stretch for me. I don't know I'll, if I've that many people. A lot of well, not a lot. Like uh, maybe a few of them were strangers. Everyone else mm -hmm. uh, I knew, like uh, Alex, Maggie, um, yeah. Lars. But a few of them strangers from Europe, from just just traveling around the U.S. and yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and it's like you said, how all the people in this yes theory group like we all have the same mindset so of course exactly we're all open to each other but something else i've noticed is when you have this kind of mindset and you live that way with other people mm -hmm. it's so much easier to either bring it out of them or to find more people who think that way because yes. i have met so many other people who have never even heard of yes theory but the mm -hmm. second they meet someone else who's like open and welcoming they it brings that more out of them I've I've noticed that too, and, mm -hmm. and even sometimes I ask those folks, I'm like, have you by any chance heard of yesterday? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm like, okay, so you you actually have that mindset even even without the yeah hearing of these guys and stuff. Yeah, that's actually kind of how I found them. Is I had just come home from my first like, well, I consider it to be my first solo trip because I had traveled a little bit by myself before, but it was like. Mm -hmm business trips or I would like stay with family or stuff like something like that yeah. and so when I came home from my first like real real solo trip uh one of my friends asked me he's like oh have you ever heard of yes theory <laughs> because of like all the things that I did in Miami like I was out with strangers like different nights I was just meeting people and like having fun and when I was describing to him like all the stuff I did he's like oh you should check this out <laughs> he's like I think you would like it yeah and you did yeah, and yeah. I'm still there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back to my trip. Uh, I spent a month in Bulgaria. I traveled around. I did some things that I've always wanted to do, but never. Back when I lived in Bulgaria, I never really had a chance because yeah. Bulgaria is like it's kind of a country with no opportunities and stuff. So mm -hmm. now I, I go back and I have a kind of a different mindset. So mm -hmm. and I have the opportunity to just grab the car and just travel around the, the country, explore, see different sides of, I mean, I've traveled around Bulgaria before many times, but this yeah. time just by myself, just got my dad's car and just start uh, walking around the whole country. It's it's different now. It's different, yeah. And um, yeah, um, after that, uh, the end of my trip was one of, probably the most interesting ones, the parts of the, the whole like three month trip. Mm -hmm. uh, I decided to book a flight back to Bulgaria because it was my savings were kind of going dry. I'm like, okay, maybe I need to go back and maybe, maybe yeah. start work. Mm -hmm. um, but actually, I had to go back because I was starting school again and stuff. So, like, okay, I, I need to go back now. Uh, it's all fun, but let's let's go back. Yeah. Um, and again, I booked my flight in a way that, hey, what if um, I have a layover in the Middle East? Mm -hmm. hmm. Um. And I booked uh, my flight with a 28-hour layover in uh, in Qatar. Oh which damn, that was much longer. A small country in the middle of the, in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, let's let's see what it is. I mean, I've I've heard of the country. I haven't heard much of the culture and everything. There, I don't but, think I had even heard of it until I saw like your pictures and stuff. Yeah, it's it's a small country. I don't blame you. It's like it's, yeah. The, the country literally has just one city, one big city, and yeah, everything else yeah. is just desert, just desert. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, 20 an hour. And um, do you know the guy who um, 
who books all the flights for yesterday. Uh, his name is Guillaume. He's like a travel hacker. Mm -mm, um, I don't think I've ever heard of him. So he books uh, all the flights for yesterday and all the accommodation and everything, like for cheap, because he knows mm -hmm. how the system works. Okay. And uh, I posted in the YesFam Middle East group. I'm like, hey, I'm going to be in Qatar for 20 something hours for a layover. And he immediately responded to me. He's like, um, hey, uh, do this, this, and this. And I can guarantee you that you can get a uh, five star luxury hotel in the, in the center of Qatar <laughs> for 28 bucks. Yeah, and, and I'm like, you're joking, bro. You're, you're joking. Like, there's, there's yeah. no way. And then I do everything he, he tells me, and I legit booked a tw for twenty eight bucks a five star luxury hotel in That's the so middle dope. of Qatar. And um, yeah, I just explored the country. Um, literally explored the country because it's it's small. Um, yeah, so you're like walking around, just checking I, everything I, out. I, I booked a tour with um, like they picked me up from the airport with uh, like an off road car, like. A, luxury Toyota, whatever. Um, we went to the sand dunes. Uh, I rode a camel, uh, like on the sand dunes. They started driving on the sand dunes with the car and it was Whenever it was a I crazy see experience. cars in sand dunes like that, it scares the hell out of me. Like it's just watching scary. videos, it gives me anxiety. Be, I'm like, inside, how do you not get stuck in there? Being inside, inside the car is so scary. And even while we were in the sand dunes, we actually saw a car that was already stuck and we had to pull oh, him shit. out. And yeah. Okay, so what would have happened if you guys wouldn't have come by? Like, um, they're just going to be stuck there forever? Honestly, it was pretty dangerous because it was um, 120 degrees or something oh, uh, with 100% humidity. And they're just so, stuck in the sand. And they're just stuck, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, the place, it's pretty heavily trafficked. So, uh, like, people go there, so they would have seen them. Yeah. Just like we saw them. Okay. But yeah, that, that was scary. Like uh, the guy just drove on top of the sand dune, and all of a sudden he parked there. And he's like, "I'm gonna go down the sand dune." Like he started driving down, and the, the car started digging up and sand all over the car and everything. Um, he he had some sandboards in the back of the car. He let me ride a sandboard. Um, That's so fun! I've always wanted to do that. Down Yeah, and uh, I I got to explore the country, the city, the city of Doha. Um, Food is pretty inexpensive, so you can go to a super fancy restaurant and mm -hmm. um, just for 10 bucks have amazing food. Yeah. And then in, in the morning, 5 a.m., I had to go down to the lobby to, to go to the airport. And mm -hmm. I told him, hey, um, can, I, um, uh, can I get a taxi to the airport? Uh, I need to be there by 5.36. And they're like, mm -hmm. yeah, sure, I just wait in the lobby, sir. And I waited, and in five minutes, the guy comes up and he's like, uh, sir, your limo is ready. Your limo is ready. <laughs> and I, I just look at him and say, um, I asked for a taxi. Uh, how much is it going to be the limo? And they're like, oh, no, we make sure it's the same price as a taxi. We just wanted oh, my to, God. We, we just wanted you to go with a, with a limo. And, That's so crazy. And I'm just, I'm just shook. And when they say limo, they don't mean like the stretch limos. They mean like yeah. the, a luxury. Like a like town S, car thing. Yeah, like an S-Class or something. I think this one was an S-Class, like a brand new S-Class. Like the bag was like, it's almost like you're riding a Rolls Royce or something. Yeah. And yeah, and, yeah, and when I got to the to the airport, I just gave the guy a big tip. And he was surprised. Mm -hmm. like, he's like, wow, I, I never really get tips. I'm like, Oh wow! Just, just take it. Like he, yeah. he you don't want, want to take it. I'm like, no, just, just take it. Like, uh, oh wow, it's for you. Because uh, mm -hmm. because also I didn't. I had some extra of, of their local currency, and yeah. I, I I just gave him whatever I had left. I'm like, I mean, he deserves it. First of all, 
I spent a taxi down a limo. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh then I came back and then we did the the trip, me and you with Vince. Yeah. It's so cool to hear like the huge contrast between all the places you went in like such a short amount of time. Yeah. It's I did 12 countries, six of which were new in three months. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So when you quit your job, obviously that whole, like that whole aspect of that trip and everything was not planned. Not, nothing was planned. Absolutely nothing was planned. So did that kind of scare you? Like the fact that you had no job and you're kind of just like going and doing whatever. I already had, um, after I quit my job, uh, within a week, I already had, uh, I three or four uh, different proposals for a new job, okay. but I, I just told him, "Hey, I'm I'm gonna be a while. I'm gonna be traveling for a while, so yeah, I, I'll, I'll call you back when I get back." And, mm-hmm. and that's actually how I got uh, my current job. That um, I got back in within a few weeks. I got uh, the new job, which was better pay, um, less stress, uh, mm-hmm. is doing something that I, I like doing. Like yeah, I, I do product photography. I work with Photoshop. I do like graphic design, web design, and something that I like doing. Like I like it's helping me grow with what I want. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that's why I wasn't really scared about okay. it because mm-hmm. even even when I was uh, I was traveling uh, um, from that company, they actually uh, emailed me a few a few projects that I can do while traveling. Oh so, wow! Yeah, uh, that's why that's why. I did like for three months. Otherwise, I would have done like a month or something. But okay. that's why I just I just stretched it out. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. it is what it is. It's, it, I mean, I'm just gonna live my life right now. But yeah, you gotta take advantage of it while you yeah. like while it's in front of you. Why not? Exactly, and worry about everything else just later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how have you? I know you've been doing photography for a long time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, eight eight years, I think. Was it kind of just a hobby before, or was it something you always wanted to make into a career? Um, honestly, photography right now, it's, even now it's not something that I want to make like a career out of. It's, oh, it's really? still, it's still more of a hobby that I can even get some extra cash from. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've had a point where I started making photography my career uh-huh. and I kind of lost the passion for it. I, I, I kind of lost the, the spark for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, that's 2017. And if, if you look through my hard, through my hard drives uh, for photography, for yeah. 2017, you see like four folders or something mm-hmm. uh, of, of photos that I've done. It, I, I kind of lost the spark for it. Yeah. Um, so that's why right now, like I do it, um, I, I do like paid projects, paid gigs and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's, it's still kind of a hobby for me. Again, it's part of my job, but not to a part where it's taking up my entire job and it's taking up my, my entire like, uh, like my entire focus and yeah. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm like balancing it out because life is about balance. So, yeah. So, do you think that because it became your job, that was like the thing that made you lose the spark? Um. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say that's uh, yes. And because back then it was uh, again a part of my job, uh, of my yeah. nine five job, but it was a big part of my job. And mm-hmm. then I, I decided to talk to my boss and say, hey, can we like, like I'm still going to do photos and stuff, uh, but can we do, um, can I do something else? Uh, can I do other stuff in the company that just to get my head off of photography, like do it like once or twice a week or something like that. Uh-huh. That's, that's how the balance was, uh, was achieved. 
Yeah, and that's that's what he made the manager first. The first okay. um, yeah. Um, that is one, I don't want to say fear, but that's like one concern like that's in the back of my mind, not mm -hmm. with me specifically, but like when people say to do the things you love, mm -hmm. I always wonder like, well, that get old, like you love it yeah. now, but if it, if it becomes something that you have to do instead of something that you want to do now, yeah. like, is that going to ruin the joy of it for you? It's, it's a worry. Yeah. It's definitely, yeah. Um, and that's why right now, I I personally want to do um, videography as a as a job. That's that's okay. I have a passion for that, but I also that's something that I want to make like make my mm -hmm. job make uh, start fr freelancing just like I'm doing right now with photography. Um, yeah. Freelancing and yeah, just um, see what see what can come up with it. I mean, you're really good at it. Your videos lately have been Thank amazing. You. Thank like you so much. The editing I, and stuff has just been incredible. Thank, thanks so much. I mean, I'm I'm trying my best. I'm I'm learning from every single one of my videos. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I I get feedback and uh, I learn how to like I'm learning as much as possible. And yeah. right now I'm working on two more videos. They're not going to come out uh, this year, but maybe mm -hmm. January we'll see. Yeah. So what do you think you want to do with that in the future? Um. I want to start working for a production company, or um, I even want to start uh, going to going into film and uh, cinematography for like actually actually making like uh, TV series or movies. Maybe not Hollywood because Hollywood right now is overrated. But yeah. <laughs> net, but but Netflix, Amazon Prime, those are the ones that are mm -hmm. growing right now, and that's where oh for sure those they need talents. They need um, people with ideas. They need people with um, who have the high drive who um yeah and uh, from what i hear they actually like uh hiring younger people because the younger people can understand the digital um the digital space better so yeah that um, makes sense yeah not to mention i feel like when it comes to streaming platforms like obviously one right now that's the biggest thing because everyone is at home and like you're not supposed to be out you can't exactly. really go to the movies like you used to. But also yeah. when you look at streaming platforms, like the diversity of their content, you don't find that same type of diversity like in no. movie theaters at all. Exactly. That's why unfortunately I think movie theaters are gonna die off at some point. It's very sad because I love going to the movies, but and, yeah, it's yeah. it is dying more and more. Yeah. Yeah. So and even the, the pandemic just acceler accelerated that. Yeah. Which which it's unfortunate because it's a different Things to see like a huge screen with uh, the audio mm -hmm. like being amazing. Whereas there is definitely something different about that experience. Exactly. Whereas yeah. at home, you can make a good like just a, a sound system and everything, but it's still like on a smaller screen. So yeah, it's not That's quite it. the same. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but I do believe that the future of um, filmmaking is definitely in um, Netflix, Amazon Prime, YouTube, yeah. um, place like that. So. At some point, I would love to just start working with uh, those companies and see what I can do there. That's amazing. Yeah. And then, I mean, obviously, that is what you're planning to do for the future. What yeah. do you like? What do you think of your future plans? Going back to obviously, your passion is traveling and inspiring. I mean, the videos completely tie into that. So yeah. you're definitely, you know, living your passions through your life. 
And do you always like consider traveling or how your traveling would be affected when you make your plans of what you want to do with your life? Um, yes and no. Um, because my plan is not a nine to five. Um, because if it's a nine to five, then, then yes, a nine to five, um, will, it, it will not help with traveling. It, yeah. A nine to five, it, it, it ties you down. You can get like, like 10 days per year off or something. Yeah. And then the weekends, um, whereas my current job, it is a nine to five, but I'm friends with the boss. So, um, he's also a big traveler. So he understands me. Um, yeah. I, I can get a day off pretty much whenever I want. Um, mm-hmm. I can get a week off. I can get, uh, yeah, because we, we're yeah. essential. He, he also gets a week off. He goes traveling also, and I take over. And then if I travel, he takes over. So it's a flexible nine five, but most mm-hmm. nine fives are not flexible. Yeah, so that's why I, I don't want that to be my future. Um, mm-hmm. with, uh, with filmmaking, that's the thing. Um, you work on a project for maybe like three months or something yeah. shooting every day, just nonstop. But then you, you have a, a couple months off that mm-hmm. are just for yourself. And that's how I, I'm planning to tie in both my passions, my passions, like photography, videography yeah. and traveling. Um, just work hard for two, three months and then take off two months or something, explore. Uh, but by that time I might have family. So take time for my family, which is important. Quality time with the yeah. family. Important. Yeah, of course. So yeah, that's, uh, that's my plan of not killing off my passions, basically. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, even like from knowing you from your mindset, but then also like with your career and the way you live, I feel like you live your life in such a passionate way and you always make sure that it's fulfilling to you and it's not just like something to go through the days just mindlessly. That is a great observation <laughs> because it, it is it is that way. Um, I, I yeah. always... Um, like uh, I always see, I always try to see um, the silver lining of things. Um, yeah. For example, the pandemic it did cancel all my travel plans, but I didn't just stay in one place. I'm like, oh well, it is what it is. I'm gonna watch yeah. Netflix all day. Uh, mm-hmm. Instead, um, I just uh, looked into what's the safest way to travel, what's the safest way um, to hang out with people, and also travel, and that's uh, camping. So. Basically, yeah. what I did, what I did during the lockdown, is uh, just upgrade my camping gear, and uh, basically, I bought a hammock. The way uh, <laughs> when we're friends, we camp out. It's everyone sleeping in their hammocks, so we're socially distanced in, in our hammocks. Um, yeah. We're outside. Outside is the safest place you can be. Um, mm-hmm. We we go to trails that no one else is. Um, so, I I didn't just just fall into depression and see, oh, yeah. well, I'm gonna be. Um, watching Netflix uh, until the pandemic is over or something. You didn't just take uh, yeah. it, you, you adapted, you still incorporated everything you love. Exactly. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. And honestly, I think the way you live is incredibly inspiring. And I hope that other people can take that away from this also. That's what passion, inspiring people. That's, um, yeah, yeah. And honestly, you're, you're doing it. Thank you. I, I also, uh, when I was thinking what, what we can talk about, I remember one thing um, when me and you went to the Yes Live. Mm-hmm. Um, I think oh, I then, completely, like, that totally slipped my mind. And that was, like, another big thing we did together. I, I think Ben Nepton was talking. Um, for everyone that's listening, Google Ben Nepton, he's a really smart oh, yeah. guy. He, Honestly, I guy. feel like listening to him talk changed my life. Honestly, 
I, I really hope someday you can have him, have him on the podcast. That would be amazing. Hey, you know what? We're talking about it now. We're putting this into the universe. Let's like, put it in the universe. Let's do it. This is happening. This is yes. happening. You're having, him, you're having the yes guys also on the podcast. Not only Ben Menton, but also Houston Kraft, who was the other speaker. And that the exercise that he had us do, that was yes. like such a life-changing moment for me. Yeah, people like those two, like those are the kind of vibes the kind of inspiration yeah. like I'm trying to do with this and yeah. I don't think I'm anywhere near those levels. <laughs> no, no, don't say that. You, you definitely will get, will, you will get, you might even surprise them. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I mean, those are my ultimate goals with this is to just inspire people to get people kind of driven to not live like mundane, uninspired yes. lives. Yeah. And, and I love that. And yeah, what I was saying with, uh, when Ben Neptune was talking, he was saying something like uh, in the lines of, um, oh, you're seeing all of your uh, traveling friends on Instagram, how uh, they're having like the perfect life uh, and uh, traveling the world and, and you get jealous of that. And I remember me and you, we just looked to each other and we, oh, we, we, yeah. we, 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 we both said, oh, I am that friend. We are those friends. <laughs> we, we definitely are those friends. Yeah, I'm not the one looking at those. We are yeah. friends. People are looking at our travel photos. Yeah, and, and the thing I want to say is that um, I want people when they see me traveling, I want them to get jealous. I want them to get inspired by it. Exactly. I, I, I want to inspire them to live like I'm living. To just yeah. uh, just get out of the the routine. One of my biggest fears uh, is actually getting in the routine. And um, yeah, and mm. that's why I want to inspire people. Just get out there and like if. Camping is not your thing. Find find out what's your thing and do it. To yeah, like find out what your passion is and work towards it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I, I'm telling you right now, you're you're doing it. You're inspiring. Even Thank I you. mean, you might not see it, but you're already inspiring people around you. <laughs> Thank you. I I really hope so. Yeah. And you're doing the same. I mean, thank you. With singing, with dancing. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. And in a friend group, we're all just growing now, so we're growing. Mm -hmm. like, yeah, I was saying to somebody yesterday that it's it's a really good feeling when you can cheer on the people around you and everyone can be growing together. Yes, that that just brings me so much joy, just cheering on people mm -hmm. and say, hey, you got this, do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so to close this out, I'm asking everybody, do you have any words of wisdom or any t piece of advice that you'd want to share? Hmm, okay. You got, me, you, you got me on the spot here. Um, imagine yourself on your deathbed. Are you going to remember the night five you're, uh, you have right now? Are you going to remember uh, the routine you're doing every day? Or are you going to remember those times you, get, you got out of the routine? You, uh, those days you decided to just take a leap of faith and book a spontaneous trip or just, even, not, even just go on a spontaneous hike or whatever, which ones are you going to remember and which ones do you want to remember? Mm 